0: Asher coughs, covering his mouth with his desert wrappings as he pushes through the rubble of the entryway. Kazav, He calls out, not expecting a response. He lurches through the smoldering remains of a doorway, the rooftop acrobatics having taken seemingly all his strength. A flaming timber crashes down from the rafters, and reflexively, the gunslinger dives out of the way, into the burning dining room. Ignoring the pain, he shoves flaming chair legs, burnt crockery to the side, searching frantically through the wreckage. Straining against the weight, Asher manages to lift the stone tabletop just enough to heave it onto its side. There, against all odds, and flattened almost beyond recognition, was his hat. He lets out a triumphant yell as he grabs it off the ground, He turns it over in his hands, looking at the inside of it, wiping the sweat and smoke away from his eyes to be sure. And he smiles with relief and exultation. He says to himself, I told you I'd keep it safe, and I've kept my word. And then he pauses. Over the roar of the flames, he thought for a moment, that he heard someone speak his name. Tucking his flattened hat under his arm, Asher shuts his eyes tightly for a brief respite from the stinging smoke, but his eyelids snap open as this time, clearly hears a strange voice. Asher. The gunslinger turns this way and that, seeking to locate the speaker, but sees no one there. Don't you know what you are? coughing. Asher falls to a knee from exhaustion and frustration, and he loses his composure as he cries out to this voice and to this sense of unknown and uncertainty gnawing at him. Who am I? What am I? Shakily, he tries to stand to his feet, and shocked to feel a hand on his shoulder. Before he can utter a word, Asher's transported out of the burning home, appearing instantly back before the barricade. A robed figure takes his hand off Asher's shoulder, nods, and walks silently over to the guards. As Asher pops his hat back into shape and places it on his head, his gratitude quickly fades as a spear tip is leveled at his face. Whatever evidence you sought to destroy, returning to the scene of the crime was a foolish mistake. Asher Helich, you are under arrest for arson and for the murder of Khazab Mustar. This is Pined Against the Machine. Part
1: Against the Machine.
2: back to Pot Against the Machine, a Pathfinder actual play podcast and the official home of the Big Bad Daddy Point. I'm your host and here's everybody. Hello. (laughs)
0: Hello. Greetings. (laughs) Hi there.
2: (laughs) That again went too smoothly and it throws me off every time. I'm expecting somebody to wave or just, like, leave in the middle of it or something. I don't know.
1: It's going to wait, but I'm too busy putting together my dice tray because I'm a professional.
3: Oh, right.
2: Well, This is a dice game. Uh, Last time on the program, what did we do? Our heroes reached level 5 and we explored that space, talked a little bit about what exactly that entails, and then they went out and took their new powers on a test drive by finding the home of a mutated manticore. And uh, killing it horribly. They encountered their first batch of radiation in the process, along with an absurd cache of treasure beyond their wildest dreams, really. And uh, did I miss anything of consequence in that one? I feel like that was mostly a manticore episode.
3: Largely manticore based. We
1: found a really cool stun gun. Yeah, the EMP gun.
0: It's the uh, number one stunner. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, we would really be at a loss
4: to not mention this amazing manticore nest. Is that a chainsaw chain that is on the outside of that manticore nest?
2: It looks like razor wire to me in this picture. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know where the manticore got like thousands of feet of razor wire, nor how it wrapped them up so neatly into an oval. But
4: yeah, it looks like a '90s like alternative grunge rock album cover. Yes. Yeah, it's like a tool cover. I appreciate it deeply. (laughs) Yeah, no, totally. Maybe not as much freaky claymation, but...
2: Yes, I could absolutely see a Nine Inch Nails music video taking place in that nest. Right there in
0: the nest. Um, Yeah, well, well, we don't know for sure that this was assembled by the Manticore. Maybe it was some, like, crazy... Maybe this was the old Scrapmasters arena. We had to fight in razor wire. <laughs> then they moved into the big arena, and the Manticore said, what a perfectly good nest.
2: That's entirely possible. Sky metal. Oh,
0: we also forgot to
4: mention the Ring of the Ram, which we decided offline uh, would be best in the dexterous hands of our gunslinger.
2: And by the end of this AP, Asher is going to be carrying upwards of 70 guns and a Ring of the Ram now.
0: I'm going to need to get some mule back cords or at least a. Well, thankfully, I have that Master Rick backpack that.
1: packing full of guns. He's really just film. full of guns. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's becoming that guy in tremors.
1: Burt Gummer. I love that character.
2: I am very impressed that you got the name of the guy from Tremors that I was referencing. I'm trusting you that that's correct.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm I mean, my favorite on.
2: character in that series. I also own all five movies
1: and both seasons of the TV series. I did not know <laughs> they did a TV series.
3: I've never seen a Tremor in my life.
2: But have you seen a Graboid?
3: Uh, I mean, maybe. Is that that's that's like an inc- that's
2: what the worms are
3: yeah okay tremors. so they, uh, who
1: can draboids, say? raboids uh, shriekers and bleeped because this is a pg-13 podcast blasters
2: oh yeah I forgot about those too this is a tremors podcast now <laughs> <laughs> I was like man
0: I thought we were gonna go from here to the rock fan pad podcast but now we're a, a tremors pod
2: it's a hard pivot can't get enough of those worms.
0: And what else we can't get enough of? Book two. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what right. happens
0: nice. next in it?
2: So well, so. speaking of book two, you are currently all positioned in the cave behind the manticore's nest where it was storing its treasure, its um, sort of chewed up corpses, and its leaking barrel of radioactive waste. Ah, so what do you want to do?
3: We've already done some poking around here, right? We did, we found... Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, and I believe you wound up taking 20 on the searches, so you've been pretty thorough here.
4: Yeah, and I believe that we were already en route to Red Tooth's, um, and this was just kind of a, a nice Big Bad Daddy stopover that we did as a... What is the collective noun for a group of big bad daddies, Jero, You would know this as a librarian.
0: It's a daddy day camp.
2: Uh,
3: hey, football game.
2: Yeah, it's a tailgate, I believe. Of big bad daddies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a tailgate of daddies. There you go. <laughs> yep. That is far more clever than anything I was trying to think oh, of. Oh wow!
0: Well done, sir.
2: Well, is he said, the up, football, folks. and we had to get there.
3: No, yeah, well, that's it's a process. That solid.
0: Which my question uh was like as far as accumulating these these big bad daddy points goes we're just gonna i, I would hate for someone to try and take credit for our kill do we need to have a big moment where we you know heave the corpse of this manticore <laughs> down out of the street and just shout we're very capable indeed etc all four of us <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh.
3: i was going to recommend like a calling card but now i kind of want to do both like, a little bit of the situation where you bring back a body part, but also roll it over the hill, and then maybe, like, a fun, um, like, a gun with a unicorn sticker and a scowl and a knife.
4: I was going to say, if only we did the uh, killing blow with the grippers, <laughs> so that's what we could have been known as, It's like, the, the, the gripper grippers. gang. <laughs> or, like, <laughs> the group of grippers. Um, but I guess... It's a little bit more ambiguous about how this beast died. Oh, you could always uh, leave
2: the beast just, just coated in stickers. <laughs> That's fair. That's true.
3: <laughs> or glitter. Uh, yeah, we'd little call Marylou combi. We have so many art supplies.
4: Yeah, can we just like <laughs> walk outside? Can like Kira or Bricks walk outside and just see a, an urchin about and just be like, you boy. Spread word of our <laughs> murder. <laughs> I don't know, and maybe flip him a radioactive coin. <laughs>
1: yeah, I guess we never really did think about how exactly we are going to prove this we tip this. We just knew it was something that would earn us the uh, points. But
3: yeah, I want like a Kingdom Hearts three selfie situation, where just we all gather in front of the. Numeria version of the smartphone, give a quick AI, and then pass that around. I don't know. If they have smartphones, yeah. they have social media.
4: It's a shame I couldn't just, like, put the head inside Nathan and let it slowly <laughs> dissolve until it's just, you know, like, perfect taxidermy. Sure. Um, or something
0: with my ooze horse. Your slime it, horse? <laughs> who's good at survival? Is it Vargas?
1: Because uh, you can is. take
0: a trophy... Yeah from a kill with survi- the survival skill.
1: Mine's not super great. It's only a plus
0: three. Okay, mine's a plus four, but I historically have only rolled survival well once and that was predict the weather.
3: <laughs> I-, I thought you were a survival guy.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, prob- <laughs> you know how that went. We saw a path <laughs> to a the entrance of a spaceship and we're like, let's explore all the corners of this place. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to
4: say, do they teach a lot of meteorologists how to skin a manticore? I mean, he's a
1: specialist. <laughs> I mean, I can make that. the roll if we want. Yeah. See. So the heck of it. Uh, Vargas is going to roll to try to get like a pelt or something off of this thing. Uh, I'm going to aid. Uh, yeah, I nope.
3: would like to aid. Also. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> yeah. I, okay, give me those aids because... I aid. Oh, okay. That's an aid. All right. We're almost into the double digits. What is... uh?
3: Okay, there you go.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, that is an 11 total. <laughs> can he get any kind of recognizable uh, trophy with an 11?
3: And just a piece of paper that says Manticore dead. I-
2: I'm not seeing anything um, under survival for taking a trophy from your kill. I mean, you can like cut off some tail spikes or something. I don't think you have to be super skilled for something like that.
0: Yeah, so there's a separate rule from Ultimate Wilderness ah. to harvest trophy components. And it's a survival check of DC, uh, usually equal to 15 plus the creature's oh. CR.
2: Okay. Oh, wow. So Thank it's got a lot see. of holes in it. <laughs> <Just> stabbing. <laughs> yeah, so taking 20 on this that. Takes
0: 10 minutes of work.
2: You just cut this thing to absolute shreds before you're getting a usable piece. so
0: technically it's three checks one to identify the trophy one to harvest the trophy components and then one to actually create the trophy
3: create the trophy Uh,
5: Vargas can't you use that mark spell to write something like on the skull (laughs) just arcane mark something
1: put our uh, logo on it (laughs) four hands (laughs) punching the rat head
2: (laughs) Uh, for anyone who um, assisted in that role to harvest a bit from the manticore along with Vargas actually doing the manticore harvesting I'm going to need two reflex saves one on the way into the nest and one on the way back out that's
4: better than I expected. I thought you were going to say fortitude saves for handling a
1: horribly diseased creature. Yeah, I thought it was going to be the radiation. Alright, who wants to go first? for? Okay. Uh, Mm. I guess Well, since he was the one actually doing it. That is a 16.
2: Alright. That's a pass, so two damage. Just cutting himself, climbing through the, um, razor wire. And how about the second one?
1: Oh, right, we had to make two. Yeah. Uh, one in, one out. That is one less. That is a 15.
2: All right, a 15 passes exactly, so that's four more damage.
3: Oh, oh that was four the second time. It's
2: a d8. Um, <laughs> so who's up next? Look. All
3: right. Uh, this is in and out, right? Yeah. <laughs> I guess instead of uh, any dexterity whatsoever, Cure is just going to barrel through the side of one with a 10 on the first reflex save.
2: That's a fail, so you're looking at uh, seven damage, um, seven piercing damage.
3: Cool, cool, cool. Uh, And then, having learned nothing the first time, we'll barrel right back on out with an 11 on that second one.
2: Um, uh, Yeah, that's a fail as well, so that's going to be... I can't read my own dying. That's five more points of um, piercing and slashing damage. Cool,
3: cool, cool. Hmm just wanders out, uh. just bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> well, you win some, you lose some.
1: Wait, so it's a pass, uh, half damage? Yeah, a pass is half. Oh, so wow, I've... so you rolled an eight on that
2: second one of mine? Yeah. Ugh. glad I passed. Uh, and Brixby on the way in.
4: Uh, Brixby rolled, uh, 10 for a 17 on the way in, yeah. and a 12 for a 19 on the way out.
2: Alright, so just nice. two on the way in and two more on the way out. Alright, excellent. He's used to climbing through sharp things. It's no big deal to Brigsby.
4: He is. See previous cutscene.
2: If he has evasion, he somehow managed to dodge all of that.
4: But <laughs> he does not.
2: Should have stuck with the rogue levels.
4: I jumped off the rogue train so early because I got to... I, I, the Arcane Brickster was the
0: ultimate goal, but Asher. I mean, Asher didn't roll to Oh, eight. yeah,
4: I guess
3: that's <laughs> true. But <My> Asher <laughs> just stood there <laughs> watching you. Good luck, everyone.
0: <laughs> He's just
1: watching the rest of us get cut to pieces. Why are you just walking?
0: Why are you climbing right through it? You're just burning all of our healing. Like, Come right back to fine. Via and say, oh, well... The good news is we murdered a manticore. The bad news is we celebrated by dancing through its razor-wire nest. Turns out it was a poor choice of activities. Uh, can I just accurate? How high is this nest? Does, are the walls... Is there a height listed?
2: There is no height listed for the um, walls of the nest.
0: Because um, what, uh, what Asher would, would think to do, seeing as the wall of the surrounding area. It looks like it goes up higher outside the cave to where he could climb up and then just jump across into the the nest to kind of crest the height that way. That would be his
2: plan. Yeah, I think he could probably do that, but how how would he get out again?
0: He also
1: doesn't need to go into the nest.
0: Well, so so what he could do to go out is burn a precious battery charge of the auto grapnel. No, I'll just I'll just take some damage on the way out, um, but I'll reflex that so good. So yeah, he'll he'll he While well, everyone else is jumping through, he'll just <laughs> take his sweet time climbing. He's in no hurry, and then I want an acrobatics to jump in there. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Twenty two total.
2: Yeah, that's enough to land on your feet inside the nest.
0: Huzzah! And then I'll go over and make my own uh, survival check. <laughs> so, I was hoping we could perhaps salvage a more identifiable piece of the creature. And uh, I guess using the uh, the light hammer. <laughs>
3: oh my god. <laughs> oh, we're no. just gonna try
0: and smash the end of like the tail off or something. I like the idea of you perforating off a patch of skin <laughs> with the gun.
4: <laughs> just <laughs> 40 or 50 rounds later.
3: There
0: we go.
4: You have one of those fabricate bullet spells, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Might need two of those. Yeah. So let's roll a survival <laughs> with only a plus four. <laughs> just as bad. Uh, ten total. Nice. Wow. Well, seems perhaps a blunt <laughs> instrument was a poor choice.
2: <laughs> you just get an absolutely smashed manticore spike with some dull, grungy fur in it. Look, <laughs> we
0: did it. Scrap wall. We're the biggest, baddest daddies around. And then I'll uh, roll a reflex to try and have the damage going out. Uh, You said a 15 was the DC, I got a 16 total.
2: Nice, well, uh, I rolled a three, so one damage. Excellent.
0: A little bit scratched and more than a little bit embarrassed. Uh, Asher holds up his smooshed trophy.
3: Good job, Asher.
5: Oh yes, Salisbury steak, fantastic.
0: Where's Salisbury exactly? I'm not familiar with that location.
5: Oh, it's this little place in Chitter Home. I never ask what the stakes are made out of.
0: Mm, how adventurous. Let's uh, let's roll in knowledge geography and, and learn as much as we can about <laughs> Salisbury. Um, I guess it'd be a little... You know, it well, oh, there's standing
2: up. stones there. All right, well, where are we going now? You've all climbed through razor wire for basically no reason, hurting yourselves a little bit. <laughs>
3: I barreled through. I did not climb, thank you. Canonically, there are two Kira shaped like holes in the side of the nest.
2: Yeah, and, and now Kira just has like a, a four foot length of wire just trailing from her. <laughs> shoe. Use that. That's it's just cool hooked thing. in there. It won't
3: come out.
0: Pick a penalty on all your stealth checks.
3: Oh. <laughs> Fine. He said that's a beginning.
0: Well, do we head then to find this red tooth?
3: I think that's where we were headed before we found a giant manticore, right?
0: Seems
5: that, uh, Smilers of Thralls, probably the best option.
0: We're so close in proximity to Redtooth's Raiders' territory; It might be worthwhile to see if we can gain an audience with their leader. Yes, the Redtooths are much closer. While it's
1: true that we were told the thralls are apparently the weakest of the gangs left, and while we do have unfinished business with the Smilers, it's ridiculous, at least in my opinion, to simply walk past the closest of these groups without even stopping in to see if there's something we can do with them.
3: Yeah, plus maybe we can be friends and they won't be mean and they'll want our help also, sort of. Or maybe they'll be impressed that we have Salisbury Manticore Steak.
5: Here, Red Tooth, a taste of home. <laughs> Assuming
4: they're from Chitter Home and partial to that location.
2: Uh, you do know from getting the information from uh, the Steelhawks that Red Tooth's Warren is uh, basically south of here. you got to come out of this little canyon in the scrap um, and then head around to the south and you're in Red Tooth's Raiders' territory and uh, presumably not too far from where you're headed
4: and so sam what is the vibe like in between these places um just because you know like when we initially got marched into like hawk's palace we were prisoners we only saw it's kind of smiler steelhawk folks but like as we're leaving the chapel coming to here going to red tooth do we see other gangs is it like kind of open or
2: it's pretty open, um, and I think the territory that you were passing through was fairly sparsely populated um, gang-wise. Uh, the Steelhawks really didn't seem to have the numbers uh, to you know, maintain a strong grip all through what's supposed to be their area. Uh, you've seen like random scavengers, uh, people who don't seem to have any gang affiliation, who are more civilian, who just happen to live there. You've seen like makeshift shelters and things as he passed through, but not a whole lot of gang activity. You did have the one encounter with a, a group of orcs who said they were Steelhawks, but weren't really recognizable as Steelhawks to the gang themselves. They were more installed by an outside power.
1: And that's about it. Yeah, they were kind of like the guys that we fought with bird food, right? Like, just guys that worked for him, not really for the gang. All right, well,
4: then, yeah, I guess uh, we head towards the warren.
2: And as I've said, it's a uh, kind of a not too long a walk. First, you head out through the narrow canyon in the scrap, heading off to the east, and then take a, a left turn once you get there and start heading south. Let I get some perception checks. Giro, uh, what'd you get?
1: <laughs> uh, I apparently f- fell in that razor wire and blinded myself. I got a six. Very nice. It is a natural two.
2: So, everything seems fine to Vargas. Um, how about Izzy? Uh,
3: 23 total.
2: Alright, we'll come back to you. And, um, Jeff, how about Vargas? Er, Varg. I've done that before. <laughs> I did that like 30 episodes ago. Jeff, how about Asher?
0: Asher, uh, invigorated by his trophy success, rolled a nat 20 on these Holy Nexus dice from Cozy Gamer dice. Uh, for a total of a 20. Very nice. As he walks, though, I do want to say that he did. He did. Oh, boy, I tell you what. Uh, Asher done laid hands on himself <laughs> for some healing.
2: <laughs> he done did it. Um, and how about um, Zach? How did Brixby do? Uh,
4: Brixby rolled an 18 for a 28, unless I'm looking at a high tech or mechanical situation, and then one more.
2: Well, you're not looking at anything just yet. It's more that as you walk along the trail, kind of hugging the outside wall of Scrap Wall and heading south, um, I'd say Brixby hears it first, but then fairly quickly, um, Kira and Asher pick it up as well while, um, I don't know, Vargas has his headphones in or something.
1: (laughs) Uh (laughs) His AirPods on.
2: You hear gunshots in the distance, and it sounds like there's a fight going on to the south.
0: In the direction we're heading?
2: Yeah, approximately.
3: (laughs) Kira turns to look at Asher. Do you you want more guns?
0: (laughs) (laughs) At the rate I seem to break these, it probably is a fairly good idea. Maybe we proceed with caution. Perhaps we find an opportunity to help one side of this battle either through diplomacy or more violent means, if necessary. I would like to get to the point
4: where Asher fights like a profligate lord or something and just shoots a pistol, throws it away after one shot. Shoots a pistol, mm-hmm. throws it away after one shot each time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> sounds pretty reasonable use of bullets to me. Or guns, rather.
3: Bricks, it sounds dangerous. Maybe you should do that thing. Oh, unless you already did the thing. I can't remember if you did the thing. You might have the thing. Guess it depends on which thing.
5: Oh, I'm... I've got one of my things working, but yeah, no, it might make sense to do another thing. Um, Although, Ash is right. uh, Maybe we don't use bird food style diplomacy
2: on this one. Let's bustle. Are you doing any sort of sneaking or are you just charging to the south?
3: I don't think Kira would sneak. I think she's going to assume someone is in trouble. Um, Mm. That said... Which you can be reasoned with if everyone else decides to sneak.
2: I also feel
0: like there's going to be a halfway between sneaking and charging, right? Like you just <laughs> no keep walking. No.
1: I was gonna say like we could just kind of casually walk over. They're in the <laughs> middle of a gunfight. I feel like they're not going to notice too much. <laughs>
3: you guys okay? Fair point. We heard some um, guns. I,
4: to that point, I would like to pull out my hand crossbow and uh, a screaming bolt as we go. Smart.
3: Oh, yeah, I'm going to do that, too. Only, you know, uh, composite longbow.
2: And as you head through the sort of various twists and turns of this section of scrap wall, and the gunshots and shouting and clear signs of violence get louder... Uh, you come through a sort of narrow alleyway into an area that opens up, and there's some piles of scrap to the south of you and to the southeast, and directly ahead of you looks like four Smilers have taken up, uh, formation, and they're, they're holding guns, and they're out in the open, and then there are two, uh, looks like dead Yusoki lying on the ground, and, uh then behind a pile of scrap in the back, it looks like there's a couple Yosoki like peeking around and firing the hand crossbow and ducking back into cover. Looks like you got a fight going on.
3: Let's shoot him in a nice way. Chaotic good.
2: <laughs> Are we going to roll for initiative? I
1: think so. Are oh, you? I don't think Vargas is much in the mood to negotiate with Smilers unless Asher is, like, really dead set on trying.
3: <laughs> we will not harm them. Yeah, no. Uh, there's a, Kira has a strong bias against these particular dudes.
2: Yeah, Smilers are rolling really well.
0: Maybe today we could sort Ascending just for fun. <gasps> that could be fun. Trance.
3: It's kind of like a new year because yeah, of...
1: I- I'd be very happy if we sorted by ascending.
2: Uh, so, what did Brixby get?
4: I rolled a natural 20 for a 26 cap.
2: Yeah, ouch. Sick. So much for me bragging about my good rolls here. And how about Asher?
0: Well, right in the hot hand proved, as always, to be a poor choice. The day that had just rolled me an 20 rolled me a 4, an 8 total. Hence my... I suggestion that rolling ascending
2: could be fun, could be.
3: And how about Kira? Uh, 14, um, plus a five initiative bonus for in it, in it bonus, initiative bonus, doesn't matter. Uh, for 19
2: and Vargas. Uh, Vargas
1: almost rolled a natural 20. I saw the uh wolf head pop up and then it shifted to a two
2: for a four.
3: Womp womp.
2: You are correct in that not being fast. We're going to sort descending, because that's how we do things here, and Brixby is up first.
4: Alright, let's see. Well, since I said that I pulled out this fun little screamy hand crossbow sitch, uh, I'd like to use it now. Brixby will take a five foot step to the south and levels his hand crossbow at the orange smiler so sam with those screaming bolts every creature within 20 feet of the path of the bolt will have to make a dc14 will save or be shaken for one round oh wow and i believe within 20 feet i get red blue and green or is that all of them
2: well it says within 20 feet of the path of the bolt so i think it's 20 feet of the line that the bolt makes so I think you get all of them for that. Nice. And um,
0: some of us. All of us.
2: Um, at least Vargas is within 20 feet.
1: Yeah, now that's a question. Is it a radius or a cone? It's
4: a radius. I, um, I just wasn't sure... <laughs> Where to measure the radius from exactly.
2: Yeah, I think it's a radius from the path of the bowl
1: Oh, yeah, I guess because it's sound.
2: Yeah, yeah, because mm, it's just so loud.
4: Okay, well, it looks like everyone <laughs> is making a will save. <laughs> I didn't really think about that before I let this bad boy go, but hey, here we are.
2: I don't know if anybody ever used them against you. We'll be fine. You'll be
4: fine. We're heroes
2: right? It is a plus two bolt so keep that in mind for your attack roll.
4: Okay, sounds good. Wow, I am rolling rocks on roll 20 tonight. That is an 18 on the die for a 26.
2: A 26 will hit orange, even with cover from all of his allies. (laughs) (laughs) And he is flat-footed to you because you guys all just showed up.
4: And that's how I like him. Flat-footed. All right, that's going to be nine damage from the plus two bolt, and six sneak attack. Now it's time for will saves.
2: All right, he's super happy about that. I'm going to do his will save first, and he gets an eight. So he is also shaken for how long?
4: Just one round.
2: Okay, not too bad. And we have his buddy green got a 19 so he's all set blue got a 20 so he's fine and then we have a nine for red so red is also shaken so you got two of them now i'm gonna need uh will saves from the party for that dc14 are you shaken check
3: is this that f- a fear thing all right, it's so
2: it's a loud noise thing okay Oh, it is a mind-affecting fear effect.
3: Yeah, I imagine
4: it's like that Aztec murder uh, oh, death like whistle. Oh,
2: like
1: the Aztec death whistle or whatever it is? Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, that, but attached to a tiny little crossbow bolt. All
2: right, so what did Brixby get? I rolled
4: low, but I'm petitioning for exemption because I knew it was coming.
2: I guess you're probably exempted because you shot the thing.
3: And <laughs> you knew it was coming. Otherwise, like,
2: no one would ever shoot them. Yeah, you braced yourself, so um, how about Vargas?
1: Uh, Vargas got an 18 on the die for a
2: 24. So you're fine. How about Kira? Uh,
3: Kira got a 16 for a 20 plus one from her... Sky, sky metal dagger from Parda. So, like, one hand to her ear, one hand to her Parda's blade, and it's like, ow! But it's fine.
2: So, I'm hearing she just put a knife in her ear to
3: No, I think... Unfortunately. Herself. I think, emo- just emotionally, she just laid a hand on the hilt. She's hill dead. And was like, oh, I'm better. Sure. You know?
2: And how about Asher? Did he put his gun in his head <laughs> to protect his ears?
0: <laughs> no. No, he did not. He... I uh, got a fourteen in the die for a twenty-two.
2: All so right, so this no This ball goes
0: by and he's like, mm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> "All right, so two enemies shaking, no allies shaking. That's that's a pretty good result for all of you." Now, um, let's see here. Red is pretty upset about getting shot. Quite, or he didn't get shot, but he got screamed at, and he didn't like that. So he's gonna. Reload his pistol, level it at Brixby, and he's gonna take a shot at point blank range.
4: No, Ratman. Uh,
2: with the minus two, that is only a ten versus touch.
4: Sorry, Sam. Ten can't touch the Brixinator.
2: It's very sad. And I think he's going to also take a five foot step back, just because, you know, things have changed a little bit here. So, Smiler, number two, aka Blue Smiler. He also does not appreciate the screaming, but he is not shaken. He's not even stirred. He is going to assess the situation quickly, take a five foot step out towards the field for a clear shot, and he'll take a shot at Kira because she looks bigger and scarier than the rat folk. That is a 15 versus flat-footed touch. That's a hit. All right, so he's gonna get some nice sneak attack on that one. We're looking at a total of seven bludgeoning and piercing damage from the gunshot there. And since he only used a five-foot step, his actual move action will be to reload.
3: (gasps) I just did 70 damage. She was dead. <laughs> oh,
2: no.
0: <laughs> oh, the knife went deep into your brain when you enough. got shot.
3: <laughs> Just right in there. You shouldn't oh, have held the no. knife up to your head. Yikes.
2: He's trying to tell you. Uh, well, it is your turn, if you're still alive.
3: Yep, still alive. Still alive. So she's going to rage. Um, I have a question for all of you. This will be fun for our Pathfinder fans. Um, I did say she pulls out her bow. I want to do a charge attack, which is a melee attack. And, and all the rules that I've looked up in the last 30 seconds, it doesn't specifically say you can't drop a weapon and draw, like draw one as part of that move action, but it is a weird one, so.
2: Oh, well, dropping's always free.
3: Cool. Okay, so uh, let's let's rage. Um, she doesn't like being shot. She's upset about it. She's um, going to rage, drop the bow gently. So she can kind of pick it up later. And as she uh, jogs toward... Oh, hang on. Let me pull up my map here. Uh, let's let's uh, head toward this blue fella. Let's head toward this blue fella. She's going to uh, do a quick charge in a rage with Ethel in hand. So that's a 30. 30 to hit. Does a 30 hit, Sam? Sam, does a 30 hit?
2: <laughs> Weirdly, no. That it, it hits too hard that it unhits. Yes, <laughs> like 30 that. hits the... Um, Gunsling uh, Smiler. Jerk.
3: Yeah. Okay. Uh, 20 points. That's gonna be with a uh, rage, a charge, sword, etc. I'm just gonna snoosh this guy. Bye. So sorry. Please don't shoot my friends.
2: (laughs) Oh, would you like to um, describe how it is that Kira absolutely murdered this blue fella who just shot her?
3: Yeah, so she's uh, seen this or heard this whistle go by and had it like almost kind of cringed away from it and then uh, just, what is it, reflexively grabs um, part of his dagger uh, and instead of stabbing herself in the head is just given this like burst of uh, fury um, runs forward with her great sword and kind of comes across and like I'm going to say like a diagonal sort of slicing action uh, I'm going to go ahead and just bisect that dude just right on in half, you know as, as you do, perhaps with some sort of ah battle cry, which is the scariest sound one can make.
2: All right, that's gonna take us to uh, one of the Yusoki that isn't dead. Uh, Yellow is going to rush out from behind the scrap, take aim with his small hand crossbow, and fire at Red. But he um, only got a 12, so I think he misses. Uh, so he's going to shout down to his partners, Hey! It's getting balmy out here, lads! Let's go! And uh, that brings us to Blue, who doesn't get a turn as he bleeds out on the ground. And then Orange, who just got shot with a screaming bolt, and he is feeling understandably shaken. Orange is going to step out from behind his buddy, and he's going to shoot Kira since she did just terrifyingly destroy a Smiler. That is a 12 versus touch.
3: While she's raging, that's gonna be enough, so that's fine. Go ahead.
2: Nice, nice, nice. Well, you're not flat-footed this time, so you're looking at five bludgeoning and piercing damage. And then I'm gonna continue playing Pathfinder independent of anyone else, and we're gonna take five, 10, 15, 20 feet, for purple and he's gonna fire a shot at red and that is out of his first range increment so he'll take a penalty and that's a pretty good shot though that's still gonna hit he's gonna roll his 1d3 of damage and that's one damage to red it's big and then pink is gonna rush out behind him uh, but pink doesn't really have a shot right now so we're gonna move on to asher
0: Asher sees that Yasoki land a good shot and just shouts out, "Yes, make that bounce yambe!" <laughs> uh, and then he'll move uh, 20 feet to the west and take a shot at Red as well, although not with a, pist- uh, a hand crossbow, but with a pistol. Oh yeah, that is going to be a 21 against touch.
2: Yeah, that'll do
0: for a moderately juicy da plus one. Oh, no. Minimum damage of two points of damage.
2: All right. Red gets shot again. He's not happy about that. And that brings us to Vargas.
1: All right. Uh, Vargas, who fell asleep earlier in the
2: combat. Should have taken out those headphones.
1: He is going to move 20 feet to get to the uh, west of Red. And he is just going to attempt to punch him. Uh, That is a natural 20. All right, roll to confirm. That is a 10 on the die, so that is a 16.
2: Uh, 16 confirms exactly. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Uh,
1: So is that roll twice or double?
2: I don't remember. What do we do? Roll Roll twice. twice. Roll twice. Twice as many dice. Roll twice. Okay. Uh,
1: So that is two fives. So that is 16 damage.
2: And he looks like he's out on his feet. Looks like he's ready to keel over, but he didn't actually fall. Right, Sam, because I had to move, that is my turn. All right, Brixby, round two.
4: All right, Brixby will take another five-foot step, um, and with his offhand, not holding the crossbow, reach into his spell components pouch, uh, pulling out a pinch of vibrant powder. He extends his paw towards orange, green, and red, and let's fly a color
2: spray, Sam. The spell is banned. Um, so, orange gets a 10. Mm-hmm. Um, green gets a 12. Yes. And uh, red gets a natural 1 for a 2.
4: Those all fail, and those smilers are currently tripping the spray fantastic.
2: Yeah, I think we'll step out of initiative. As once again, Color Spray ruins the podcast. (laughs) Just destroys everything. Gotta get it
4: in now with all of these low-will lackeys. It's not so great at higher levels.
2: Oh, these guys actually all have seven hit dice, as you could tell by getting one shot earlier. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Asher reloads.
2: (laughs) Why is that middle one a ninja? I just put random... (laughs) indicators on them to indicate that they are no longer a threat.
4: I'd like it to be canon that the uh, effects of color spray leave the recipients entirely pigmented, like the Blue Man Group, or some primary color version thereof.
3: Too bad. Uh, Carol will go get her bow. She'll skip. She's feeling pretty good about slicing that dude in half. Or as good as you can feel, with chaotic good.
2: And the uh, rat folk, I think, will come out tentatively from behind the pile of scrap they were using for cover. Um, they'll all, like, with some prompting from the northernmost one, uh, they're all gonna like point their hand crossbows at up in the air, just to sort of indicate that they're not pointing them at you. And the northernmost one will be like, "Hey, hey, that." That was some fancy moves there. Well done, Mucker. Well done.
5: All right, all right. Mighty chuffed to hear the compliment, mate. But, uh, seems we found you boys just in the nick of time.
2: That looked hairy. Ah, yeah. Few of us took a scrage there, but, uh, I, sw- I think we might have had it in hand, uh even before you got here, but, uh, Thanks all the same.
3: Two of your friends are... Uh, don't look great.
2: Hey,
5: but we're silky. What we lack in skill, we make up for in number.
2: Right, Mokka? There's always more where that came from. Right, right.
3: (laughs) Kira looks very taken aback by that. (laughs) Just...
2: He just an gotta, anxious,
3: yeah, openly stares at Brixby and it's just, okay.
2: You gotta smile through the pain. It's,
5: it's what it is. We Soki have a slightly more familiar relationship with death. We're surprisingly cool with it.
1: <laughs> while all this is going on, Vargas is tying up the unconscious
2: smilers. Yeah, they can't put up any resistance for a little while at least since they got uh, color sprayed to death
0: going to confiscate those pistols you know, Adam of the Pile <laughs> are they uh, just the normal gunslingers like battered weapons or any of these
2: yeah, three broken pistols um, or four broken pistols I guess, counting the dead one um, nice. four doses of soothe and uh, between all, the lot of them about 15 bullets
0: I'll take it
5: yeah, so mucker. How did you find yourself at arms with this merry band?
2: Ah, these, uh... These Smilers, as they call themselves, and he spits on the ground. Ah, they've been slummaking around in our territory for weeks now. They just keep trying to scratch at the edges, you know how it
5: is? Yeah, this isn't our first time dealing with Smilers stepping over boundaries, inside or outside a scrap wall. No, our first time cleaning them up. You could say we're in the business of it,
2: which is what brings us here, Mukka. Do you know Red Tooth? And they all uh, exchange a look with one another and and say, uh, well, I mean, we count ourselves Red Tooth Raiders, don't we, boys? And the other ones, like, shake their guns up in the air, and they're like, oi, oi!
5: (laughs) Ah, well, Boston, lads. Ah. You figure we could meet with her, have a bit of an ollie barley, eh?
2: Oh, well, uh, after your service here, I'd say we could uh, probably arrange for something with the boss. Yeah, I don't see why not. Eh? The times is tight, but... And yeah, actions speak for themselves,
5: don't they? Well, it's truly no service, mate. All pleasure on our side, you hear?
1: That being said if we'd would want to possibly parlay as brixby said with your group i think uh, it's only fair that we bring along these three i'm sure with everything that goes on with the gangs in this area having yourself some prisoners of war should be a Good bargaining chip with the Smilers to make sure something like this doesn't happen in the future. And the
2: northernmost one chuckles. He says, "Yeah, you'd think that. Uh if you think we're flip about death, you you ain't seen the Smilers. They don't care nothing for them and theirs. Yeah, it won't hurt to have a prisoner.
3: We can't bring them and not bring your your friends.
2: No, we will we'll carry us, and then they'll, they'll sort of." work on hoisting the dead Yosoki up on their backs, sort of throw their arms over their own shoulders so they can give them very morbid piggyback rides.
3: Kira will grab at least one smiler. I don't, I don't know how, man, how much those guys weigh.
4: Well, depending on how far away we are, I was just figuring we'd roll them up and throw them in the bag.
3: Wrap them in the old DFB.
2: <laughs> well, you could you could like lead them along with ropes or something.
1: The old Kevorkian method. Put him in there, what's his face? is going to be killing him.
2: <laughs> yeah, if you throw him in a bag, they could, you could see how they fare with Garmin. See who comes out of that body horror party.
0: <laughs> just extra-dimensional bag fights. <laughs> but, <laughs>
2: talk about a bottle episode. But you're going to have to That's throw right. out everything else in the bag after that. Because it's
0: going to just- be... Spray a hose yes, in there. And
1: Mylon Radley's <laughs> new uh, venture, interdimensional bag fights.
2: All right. Well, uh, it's just over this way then. Uh, if you want to follow along,
0: Kira. Before we go, you seem to have, be a little bit worse for wear. Perhaps a little healing would be useful.
3: Uh, she's temporarily distracted. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Thanks. Um, and she will pick, I got <laughs> shove two guys in the bag, pick up the third one, in a moderately gentle way.
0: Uh, five points from a lay on hands. How's she looking?
3: Oh, slightly above half health, so. Okay, let's <laughs>
0: throw a boop stick boop. Uh, seven.
3: It's aggressive, aggressive wire. Seven is, uh, yeah, that's fine. All right. Yeah, we'll at least enough for now. Yeah, we're good, we're good. We've we got a
0: trend balance, so we don't want to overly heal and rob and Vaya of the joy of channeling for us.
3: It's, it's sure, how you grow sense. close as a people.
4: <laughs> yeah, but the catch is we have to beta test the Junk Golem security system every time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> how is it this time? <laughs>
2: yeah, the CR um, goes up by one every time.
0: Stop casting mm-hmm. grease, Brixby! Come on! I'll never learn.
3: <laughs> it's going to work this time. <laughs>
2: all right, and I will so. drag you over onto another map. Second new map of the episode.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Well, they—it's a little bit of a hike uh, getting all of you back to uh, Red Tooth Warren, which basically just looks like some holes in the wall. I mean, you can kind of see that there are tunnels leading in but even that takes a little bit of looking to see them and these tunnels are they're really small for a medium-sized creature to get into they're four feet high at the most so uh, looks like basically anyone who's not small would be squeezing Uh, but the three rat folk escort uh, is gonna uh, stop here and uh, the one you've been sort of doing the most talking to is going to be like, well, uh, if y'all could sit tight out here, uh, I'm just gonna head on in to let the boss know what's going on, and, uh, hopefully she'll come on out here and, uh, get to like y'all just as much as we have. We'll be aces.
0: Yes, we'd be rather chuffed to meet her. Ha
3: <laughs> <Bounce.
2: laughs> ha. Or at least only one of them goes in, the other two kind of stay out to kind of keep an eye on the lot of you. Um, and the one guy who went in is, is gone for a few minutes, uh, but eventually uh, he comes back, uh, scurrying his way out through the tunnel, and he, he hops out. And then um, another rat folk comes out behind him, and then uh, another one. another they kind of all fan out in a a group here and then uh, a female rat folk uh, comes climbing out behind the lot of them and um, you can basically tell just looking at her that she's better put together than the rest of them her equipment looks like it's in better shape and uh, she you know scuttles her way down off the shelf there and she goes oi Hello there. Hi. Hello. So, uh, what's this I hear about you, uh, fighting Smilers in my territory?
5: Yeah, uh, right place, right time. But, um, real quick, uh, I'm sorry. I can't place your accent, kin.
2: Scrap well born and raised, ain't it?
5: Right, uh, anyways, uh, well, we saw a couple of your muckers engaged with, uh, a few of those smilers. Seems to be a, uh, happy accident, as we were looking for you in the first place. Well, that's
2: interesting. What exactly are you looking for me for?
5: Uh, well, first, uh, I should say, um... I'm Brixby Rentail, and uh, these are my very capable associates, Kira, Vargas, and Asher. Ah, uh, we have come to Scrapwall.
4: To whoa, that's a cool icon.
3: She's so cute. <laughs> yeah, and
1: she is. and she looks like terror. She fine. looks like a little capybara person. She
4: looks like a really <laughs> badass
1: Redwall character. Oh, Yeah.
2: She looks like a sort of post-apocalyptic Redwall character, I'd say. Yeah, true. Wait, awesome. she has
1: pigtails.
2: She does. Oh. She has How rat pigtails. How does that work tails. on a Yosuke?
1: They don't have like people hair.
2: Hey. Well, she does.
0: Well, enough of this they talk, man. Maybe she does. Brixby uh, idly spinning a Jerry
4: curl continues. Well, we've heard
5: that. Smilers have been mithering you, uh, encroaching on your territory. Have, uh, red-toothed raiders backed to a wall.
2: I don't know where you're hearing. We, uh, backed up against a wall. Do we look like we're backed up against a wall, boys? And she looks around to the lot of them and sort of (laughs) (laughs) try to figure out what's right for a second there. But they say, like, no, no, we're red-toothed raiders! (laughs)
4: I mean, to be fair, <laughs> on roll 20, they are all against the walls. But,
2: they now. are literally up against the wall. No, it was offensive. And now they're going to kill you. <laughs> 30 more of them come out.
5: No. Those people. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, Red Tooth, I mean no disrespect here. We have a common enemy in the Smilers, and behind them in the Lords of Rust. And you don't look too strong in number right now, so I don't see either of us having the luxury of turning down potential allies, especially one that's um, extending a friendly paw,
3: eh? They killed two of your people, and and she like kind of looks at Bricks here, and maybe that doesn't matter to you, but it's important to me at least. So
2: why don't we get? like a kind of level set diplomacy check here just to see how we're doing let's get the dice involved yeah
1: let's go crazy in this tabletop role-playing game and roll some dice Vargas <laughs> is just gonna kind of stay quietly in the back with his minus two to diplomacy yeah
0: asher would have chimed in i didn't want to step over the other players but i think asher being diplomatic would would be rolling here because he also would have Yuck. been assenting and saying you know, like what Brixby was saying about the common enemy and say yes, Red Tooth Raiders are mighty and the Smiler's are terrible." we'll just go with that
2: <laughs> um, so why don't you um, Asher and Brixby roll to aid on that diplomacy check
0: as a nat 20 on the mint chocolate crit to apparently aid
3: <laughs> wow
0: that is also a nat 20. Wait,
3: really? Me too.
0: Yep. <laughs> so many. So th- three nat 20s to diplomacy.
1: i uh, wow. pronounce you man and wife. At that point, I got to try, even though I said Vargas is going in the back. He you just kind of steps forward and grip. says, yes, that's correct. And that's all he says. Vargas yep. is going to roll
2: stay. to stay out of the way. <laughs>
1: No, did not get natural, but I do aid because even with my minus two, that thirteen makes it an eleven.
2: <laughs> so, um, if Kira is the roller of record here, what is her normal diplomacy bonus?
3: Uh, plus two.
2: So it's a twenty-two plus six. You're looking at a total of twenty-eight on that diplomacy roll. So
3: diplomatic roll. right now. Uh,
2: well, Red Tooth is going to take a moment and um, she's sort of looking from side to side at her people and she's looking over the lot of you uh, and then she's gonna say well uh... I suppose we could have a... an ollie barley between us things have been getting... well they've been getting right messy it's been a bit crap I like... I like the cut of your jib, let's uh... let's have a conversation and um... We'll pick up with that conversation in episode 50 cuz
3: I'm going to bed. Yay Night, Sam.
0: Good night, Sam.
3: Yeah. Also also night, Sam.
4: Good night, Sam. You rest that bonce <laughs> Yeah, I know rest you've that got a bonce.
0: on. Mucker.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds Please so much more aggressive. So
2: <laughs> yeah, that sounded really <laughs>
3: like wow. That hurt my feelings. I was
4: just trying to think of terms. <laughs>
3: Jesus. Whew, I'm uncomfortable.
1: You just so mad.
2: Against the Machine is property of its creators, always preserved. Pathfinder and the Iron God's Adventure Path are properties of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information. Theme Against the Machine, written and performed by our own Zach. Please consult the show notes for additional music and sound effect licensing information.
1: Uh, question though, is it daytime or
2: nighttime? Uh, it's uh, daytime.
1: Okay, because I appear to have my dark vision thing on. Like, I can only see, like, 30 feet around me with a uh, corona.
2: Really? Yeah.
0: How much with the Dosakis? <laughs> yes, we, we certainly wouldn't want to edit this part out. <laughs> yes, the Smilers and the Lords of Rust have done nothing but ill for Scramble and... We seek to see them edit this part out as well.
2: And, um, ah, oh no, I'm accidentally deleting turns. What did I do?
3: Well, it happens. Yeah. Unless it was one of us, and then no, it doesn't.
2: Well, I accidentally deleted your turn.
3: Oh, no, that can't happen. Come on.
2: So it's even, because <laughs> I deleted one Smiler and one Kira. Uh, you had a Kira. 20... that right
3: 19
2: 19 and the smiler had a 20 that's what it was this is a very professional podcast and nothing ever goes wrong